a lot of the classic films that I like mm-hmm. don't have people in there who look like me and the ones who you know are in there are in a limited role you know but I appreciate their writing right. You know, I have to appreciate different aspects. It was one of those things where I had to figure out what do I want to do next? And I always wanted to do a film. My instinct is always that I think the hardest thing for people to do is to always react to someone else's dialogue as if you're hearing it for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And I think the only way you can get through it is if you know that when you're reading the dialogue, that it's a thought process. Yeah. I usually do my titty joke. I said, you look all mean right now, but let me stick a titty to your face, you'll be a baby sucking on it. Every guy looks all innocent when you're sucking on a titty. <laughs> you might be talented, but we on set. I might not like you. You might not like me. So the energy got to feel right. So after the audition, I have to interview. I have to either on the phone with you for an hour. We got to go to lunch. I always say I'm not a mind reader. I'm always trying to get into the director's head and trying to really figure out what the director's vision is, right? So I'm trying to figure out, well, okay, what is this person seeing? What exactly are they trying to communicate visually? So the women, our thoughts and our lives, our struggles and our joys are not told. We are not represented in the American storytelling. And welcome to the Cinema After Dark podcast. My name is Max Cole, and I'm the host and producer of this show. And I am broadcasting from the entertainment capital of the world, sunny Los Angeles, California. The sun has set and the moonlight is already upon us. Thanks so much for joining me on this broadcast tonight. I remind all of you that you can listen to all of the episodes of this show if you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. You can also find us on Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play. Remember, if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on this podcast, make sure you reach out to me by the contact link on our website at cinemaafterdark.com. Please make sure you have some skin in the game prior to reaching out. And by skin in the game, certainly need to have a few credits under your belt because we value that for credibility. I also want to encourage you to follow us on Twitter at Cinema After Dark for the latest show updates. I want to remind everyone that this is an information and discussion-based show. We don't censor ourselves and we certainly Don't censor our guests, so please keep in mind that the views and opinions shared on the show may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Got a wonderful guest tonight by the name of Army Hicks Jr., and let me tell you a little bit about Mr. Hicks Jr. Army Hicks Jr. is an acclaimed actor-director known for screen projects like Atlanta, City of Lost, Slaves, and The Contract. He's originally from Raleigh, North Carolina, and Army Hicks Jr. has starred and written and directed productions before earning praise for his role as an NBA player in the hit series Atlanta. Mr. Hicks studies under the tutelage of J.D. Lewis, one of the top acting coaches in America. Army has continued to coach AAU basketball during the summers. He also performs as, get this, a karaoke host and rapper. The multi-hyphenate artist looks forward to working on your next big Oscar award-winning film. Thrilled to have Mr. Hicks Jr. on this program tonight. Man, this guy is talented. My goodness. But this is that part of the show where I ask that you make that fresh batch of popcorn. Sit back, relax, and get comfortable while you listen to tonight's guest. (laughs) 
Mr. Hicks Jr., thanks for coming on the Cinema After Dark podcast, sir. It is a pleasure to have you on the program here this evening. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Good stuff. I'm so glad we're able to connect. I've been uh, sort of following you there social media wise and been doing some really cool stuff. And yeah, it's really good to have you on the uh, program here tonight. And, you know, so I'd like to begin our discussion by sort of rewinding a little bit and giving our listeners some context. Would you mind sharing where you were born and raised and how you got started in this crazy uh, entertainment <laughs> industry? Yeah, I'm originally born in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, born and raised. Yeah. And, you know, I was an athlete growing up, you know, and uh, playing a lot of basketball. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the NBA and everything. And, uh, <laughs> right, right. <Good> <laughs> you know, it, it didn't quite work out that way. Right. But I knew that I always had a passion for film. And I loved movies. I would just always go to the movie theaters and just watch them all day long. So uh, I was like, hey, man, I want to be an actor. Right. That would be up awesome profession so i didn't know how to get started i didn't have a single clue i'd never seen anyone pursue that no one that i knew had been you know that was on their radar yeah but i thought to myself okay well i'll buy me a uh canon camera you know right, and i'll right. go out here and i'll create my own stuff <laughs> right you know? so i was like you know that's the thing nice i went to this school called uh, university of north carolina at charlotte mm, yeah. and mm-hmm. um started taking some film studies classes and uh, got into screenwriting. And uh, yeah, this, (laughs) it was amazing. And I was, I was opened up to this, this art of storytelling and creating short films and creating feature films and, and, and writing for TV sitcoms. And I was taking all these classes and I was learning so much, man. And, and I started writing and creating my own projects and putting them out there and started getting a little bit of notoriety. I started meeting people and connecting with people and uh, started doing a few web series and that, that led me to getting an agent and that led to where I am now. You know, it's, it's, yeah, right. it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. That's good stuff right there. Now, were you like a fan of movies when you were growing up? I mean, I know that's going back a little bit of time there, but did you watch a lot of flicks growing up? Definitely. We had yeah. HBO and Showtime and I just love like action movies, man. I want oh, yeah. to be Harrison Ford. You nice. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I wanted to be Harrison Ford as a kid. I was like, he's the most amazing guy ever. Like this guy's like indestructible. Him and Bruce Willis, you know? Oh <laughs> yeah. Like, so I watched a ton of action movies growing up. Man. Oh my. So you watch Cops those, and Robbers. See, that's funny though. So you watch those like those Bruce Willis movies, those Steven Seagal movies? Yes. Too as yes. well? That's a Rambo, wow. Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh, dude, yeah. like all the people from, you know, <laughs> just oh, the 80s was that. I just love that era, man. Terminator. And, and oh, yeah, there's nothing better. You know, big explosions, car chases, you know. And then what really was like a life, a life changing moment for me, man, is when the first Bad Boys came out. Oh, and, I know. And you, and you see Will Smith. Yeah. And Martin Lawrence, like, oh shoot, we could be black yep. action heroes. Like, it's like, what? You know? So right, right. That was that was that was uh that was really life changing for me, man. So yeah. that was amazing. Yeah, I love that. They were supposed to. I know there was talks about them getting back together to do another one, but I think it kind of broke down. I don't I don't know what's the deal with that. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. man. You know, you gotta stay um uh, I'm not going to get it. Yeah, I'm not I know where you're going with that. I'll, I'll, we'll leave it right there. 
Uh, good stuff. Now, what was the point you realized you could do this thing professionally? Because obviously there's a difference between, you know, grabbing the cameras and coming out to, to Los Angeles and really pursuing this thing. What was that kind of turning point like for you? When did you decide, hell, I want to go after this? It was a point where I got my agent and the very, very first thing that I booked was a, a guest spot on a show called Atlanta. Right, um, right. That just won a Golden Globe and everything. And um, yeah, we're going to talk about that too. I'm looking forward to that. But please continue. Yeah, and I was just like, oh wow, like you know, out of the gate, you know, this is the, you know, th this is where I belong, man. You know, this is what I, what I was supposed to be doing. I can go out here and I can compete with these guys. So I think that was kind of like the moment where it set in for me. Really interesting. Now, what about confidence though? Did you always have that kind of confidence? Cause it's, it's ballsy to, to do this. Yeah, thing. definitely, man. I'm, yeah. I'm from like, you know, uh, that's how we grew up, dude. We're, uh, we're the most like Raleigh people do. We're so confident. <laughs> you know? we, we think like, you know, I can conquer the world, man. Like yeah. I may, you know, I may walk in with no dollars, but I'm gonna walk out with a million bucks, man. Like that's right. just how I feel. Like you know, it's like there was never a doubt in my mind that I could. You know, it just it just takes time and persistence. Like I'm gonna figure it out. You know, at yeah. some point it's gonna come to me. Um, th there's always times where you get down. You know, like right. my whole first year with my agency, I didn't land anything, dude. Like I, oh, yeah. a whole, you know, over a year of auditioning and going and meeting people and, and being told no and not hearing back. And, you know, so you have those doubts, but you know, you just, you have to have that confidence. You got to keep pushing. Like, I know I'm the best. Y'all just ain't know it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, y'all just ain't know it at that moment. But yeah. I've always known, you know, good stuff. Yeah. It's good that you, uh, you know, you're still at it. Like I know a lot of people, man, who get kind of, um, worn out, like the industry just kind of like, just tears them down and breaks them down, which can be, I mean, I understand that sometimes, you know, some people think that, you know, maybe they should go to a more quote unquote traditional route. And then they try to get that uh, job that uh, they just do as a safety net, which is fine, but it's good that you didn't turn your back on it too, particularly too, as a man of color. I'm going to say that as a man of color myself. Exactly. Exactly. It's a different industry for us. So, yeah, there's there's enough gatekeepers in here. And then, you know, you feel like you have there's an additional a layer, you know, right. for, for us. Absolutely. You know, like, <laughs> you know, you know they're, yeah. not, they're like, all right, you know, ah. right, right. And there's only so many roles. It's, it can be tricky. It can be. It can be yeah. You got to have persistence, man. And I feel like I've been through so much in my life and I use that as fuel, yeah. you know, it's, you know, and, and you, you can't give up and you can't let it get to you because you you know when it's it's always darkest before the dawn man so, i love that know, yeah man, definitely right on to that also do you think some of that persistence to that competitive nature of yours from sports you know from basketball kind of you know age you too as well oh most definitely most definitely right. from you know because you you learn so much from sports dude like you you learn camaraderie you learn leadership you right. learn persistence you learn how to fall down seven times and get up eight like you, yeah. that's just a part of it and, it and it becomes like when i was growing up i like i applied sports to almost everything i did you know right. i knew that if you go out and you put it in the work and you work hard and you dedicate yourself to a goal yeah you know and you, you stay on that path like good things will happen you know like you right. watch a lot of teams a lot of talent who don't work as hard and they get beat by teams who is not as talented all the time. You see it. Oh, and that's you so know true. that, right. You know that the hard work pays off, dude. It's all in the work and it's all in the craft. Yeah. Right on to that. Glad you said that about sports too. a similar background too, as well. Love sports. Just love it. Love it. Love it. To this day, we'll have to 
We'll pick back up on that in a bit, but let's fast forward several years here, sir. And I need to know this. Is there anything about this industry that you wish you would have known prior to, you know, coming out here and doing your thing? Anything that you wish you would have known or anything that you've learned too that you did know before you got here? There's this thing people say is like, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. And I feel like more so out here, it's who knows you. Oh, good point. You know, who's willing to vouch for you or put their neck on the line for you, you know, to go out of their way to promote you or to give you a platform. That's something I've learned out here that's really, really important, especially for a lot of people that's trying to get started. You know, it's, yeah. it's you have to make those connections. And you got to leave those lasting impressions on people to where they, they would want to put themselves out there for you because that's major. Right. That's major. Right to that. And uh, did you find your agent? How did that whole thing manifest? Because uh, like, going back to what you said, it's almost like people got to get to know you. How did you find that agent? Because that is something that I feel a lot of people are kind of plagued with. They don't know how to go about that process. Now, would you mind give us a little glimpse into what kind of worked for you? <laughs> uh, like, I, I'm glad you prefaced it that way. And you said what worked for you, because yeah. this this worked for me and it may not work for everyone. But I had enough confidence and enough balls to walk directly up to people's agencies right. and almost demand meetings, you know, like, nice. <laughs> nice. you know, like, 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 I promise you, if you give me five minutes, man, like it would be totally worth your time. Like, nice. you know, and it happened, you know, I and I know that. that doesn't happen for most people, you know, but what I was doing before that was targeting, you know, you send your headshot and your resume out and uh, you pray for a phone call. You yeah. pray for a email back saying that they would want to meet with you. So, yeah. Right. Interesting. Is there a role or a character that you kind of want to play, but you haven't had an opportunity to do that yet? And I know that's kind of a loaded question, but I have to ask you because I see you've decided to direct your last film. You know, you've produced films, you've done work that's probably not even listed. You've always kind of created your own path there. But is there a role or something that you're looking for now? I know you're kind of doing both, but I just as an actor, is there something that you've been dying to do? Do you have an opportunity to do that yet? If I had an opportunity to do I would love to be in one of these upcoming Star Wars flicks, man. Oh, hell yeah. I, that universe and then this. I love science fiction and action and then, the, the, you know, the combination of all that. Dude, like, if I could be like the, blue, the black Luke Skywalker. Right. The <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows we you need know? one, though. That's yeah, the truth, yeah, though. dude. I could just, you know, have a, a lightsaber, dude, and just be... You know, waving my hand and using the force, uh, that'd be a Jedi, man. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. So stuff, shout man. out to Donald for his role that he just booked, man. That's know, right? awesome. Isn't that yeah. crazy? That's crazy awesome. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats on that. He's, he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing, definitely. What do you think about Star Trek versus Star Wars? You got a favorite? Star Wars, definitely, man. Oh, like, okay. I, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Just as, when I was a kid, I felt like Star Trek was for like, I don't know, like these, uh, you know, you see William Shatner and stuff, and I'm like, you know, my dad likes that, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> you oh, know? my. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's the way I saw it as a child. It's like, dude, like, nah, it's not my cup of tea, man. Uh, hilarious, hilarious. <laughs> the new ones have been pretty cool, though, man. They were, yeah. they were, they were, J.J. Abrams, and he's, he's amazing. Yeah, they he, were, they were, yeah, they're really good. Yeah, he really rebooted that. So if you got yeah, it, really, what, what if J.J. reaches out to you or somebody reaches out to you? Because now a bunch of different directors are starting to uh, do those movies now. If somebody reached out to you and said, hey, you want to be in a Trek movie, would you be in it? 
What'd you do? I'm available. Hey, I'm out here. I'm available. <laughs> right on to that. I love that. <laughs> uh, hilarious. What's been the most difficult part of your journey thus far? And what has been the most rewarding parts of your journey thus far? Because there's some people who might be listening who are just getting started. Interesting to hear your perspective on what's been kind of difficult and what's been rewarding thus far. The most difficult part is I'll say just dealing with that rejection, dude, you yeah. know, being, you know, so close for so many roles and stuff like that, just to, you know, have someone else get it. Like that part is tough, but you learn to deal with it. Like you got to learn how to just let it go. You know, you go into an audition, you do your thing, you do the best that you can do. And if you go into any room mm-hmm. and you do the best work that you can do, something good will come out of that. Every right. time. Like you may not be great for that role, But down the line, somebody will remember what you did, man. And that will leave an impression on somebody. And plus, it just gives you a chance to act, dude. As actors, Mm -hmm. that's what we do. We love to act. And every time you step into that room and you get an opportunity to do what you love. Yeah. So that was one of the most hardest things I had to deal with. The most rewarding is putting together a project and seeing it come to fruition and seeing people like your stuff. You know, being having like a release and seeing people like, dude, like this is awesome. Like when you when the credits roll and people are just like, like, I really, really like that. Seeing dialogue come from something that you created. Like there's there's no feeling like that. Like it's I can't even put it into words. That's the most amazing, rewarding thing. It's like, wow, I did this and people are responding to it in a positive way. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's one of the things unique about film. You do get that sense of accomplishment that you may not get from some other professions or occupations or even artistic endeavors, too, as well. Because, like, if you create a painting, you know, people may like that painting, but there's not that sort of immediate feedback that you get from cinema. Exactly. You know, it's it's just a different kind of avenue there. No doubt about that. Yeah, yeah that's... By far, man, the most rewarding thing to me, definitely. Oh, fantastic. Now, I got to tell you, sir, we are an indie film show, and I have to ask you, what type of movies do you like? Is, is sci-fi, you know, favorite types, action? Is that really your favorite genre? Are there any shows that you're watching now, movies that you've seen recently, outside of those <laughs> those, uh, those 80s flicks? What, what do you got? <laughs> What's on the screen right now? Uh, I really, I really love horror films too, as oh, well. Nice. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and, uh, you know, I mean, you can, you never go wrong with uh, a good drama. Yeah. It was on Netflix, man. And it was, Ooh. I don't know, even know how I stumbled upon it. Ooh, and always... the invitation. That's what Oh, you know what? I've been dying to, wa- I've been dying to watch, to watch it. it. It's you in my queue. You need to watch that. You need to watch <laughs> the invitation, man. It Uh-oh. is a brilliant, brilliant film. I've dude. been hearing it. Okay. Brilliant okay. film, and it, it, it just it's just the way that they handle the conflict and the, and the suspense, and um, oh man, man, it's beautiful. It's gonna beautiful, have, dude. Gonna get me fired up. I'm gonna have to put that in tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so go watch that. Definitely go watch that, man. All right, is awesome. All right, what do you think about Netflix in general? By the way, just in general, I mean, I mean, some of the content is sketch. Some of it is you got to really pick through the the crowd there of flicks. But what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I, I really enjoy Netflix. I've, yeah. I've, I've been a big fan of Netflix from the days where, you know, you get the CDs in the mail and stuff. Dude. Right. Like I've, right. Yeah. I've always been a big fan of Netflix. Now, granted, you know, like you said, you have to, you know, there's, there's some gems on there. There's definitely oh, yeah. some gems on there. But the part that I really love is their original. Oh, I know, man. It's crazy, that, isn't it? It's, it, there's so good and it, it is giving us a uh, opportunity 
to you know it's giving us another avenue to act you know there's so yeah. many networks now and there's so many things that you can go to like you could pitch your projects to them if you're an actor you know you could be hired by them to work and it's good stuff yeah it they're is. actually i don't even know if i can well yeah well they're shooting a netflix original movie like right outside my apartment what? like two nights ago like a major nice. action film with Will Smith, dude. Will Smith what? is starting a major action film with David Ayers. They're teaming oh. back, he's teaming back up with the guy from Suicide yeah. Squad. And I'm like, I'm sleeping here the other night, and then I just see like all these cops' cars coming by and gunfire, and people are hanging oh, out the window. Man. And I'm like, what in the world did I just, what did I just move to? <laughs> like, what in the world? Because that could happen yeah. in LA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never you know. The camera crew and the PAs, everybody like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, you just get woken crazy. up in the middle of the night with like machine gunfire i'm like what in the world so, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so i awesome. like google did like a quick google search and stuff and they're like yeah they're shooting a huge deal for netflix so that's awesome oh man i'm i'm definitely keeping my eye on that yeah that's i'm fantastic. stoked for that I'm hell stoked. yeah it's fantastic man <laughs> back to acting for a bit because I, I do want to ask you about your preparation process how do you typically prepare for a role yourself would you mind taking our listeners kind of behind the scenes there about kind of giving us a clue of how you prepare? You do anything crazy or unique? How do you get into character? The most unique thing I've done is I um, I kept a journal for about 20 days before I was set to shoot this thing called the City of Lost Slaves. And I just journal what it was like, like if I was a slave, like what would my day be like, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, like what could I write about, you know, to to give me a backstory because you want to be when you know you get the script you have these words on a page but it's your job to give life to those words you know and, right. and to to bring someone to that and it to really flesh that out you got to have a backstory you got to have you know you got to know who you are and and what you want so i think that was pretty unique to me man writing this this journal i think i even still have it oh fascinating somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. yeah so um but that's just something I like to do. I just like to dig into the character and find out who they are and, you know, what's their mind state mm, when they're yeah. going through these things that are happening on these pages, you know? Right, right. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Now, with you, it's kind of interesting, though, because you're really doing your own projects, now writing, directing. Is that by choice? Is that by availability of projects? Yeah, definitely by availability of projects. You know, started out as something I was doing out of necessity to get myself out there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a very tough field to be in. Right. So you want to stay relevant. I'm a creative person by choice. So I also do it because I love it. Yeah. And I feel like I have stories to tell and I have things that I, I want to, to give to this world. You know, you have to treat acting as, it's a gift, dude. Like, you, you do these things through love, man. It's like, I have a gift that I give to the people, and they have a gift that they give back to me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and it's great point. And acting allows you to do that, man. And writing, directing, and creating allows you to do that, man. So, I love it, dude. I love it. It's nothing better. Yeah, do you like acting more than writing? Do you like writing more than acting do you like writing more than direct what do you enjoy more do you enjoy I, I enjoy acting the most definitely dude because you know you get to become other people and you get to have fun you get to create these these wonderful characters that people see on screen and that they can relate to or they they yeah. can feel for or they can root for or root against if you know if you're, yeah. if you're playing a villain <laughs> you know and it's amazing you know and i've done theater too and and that's that's amazingly fun because you, you oh, know yeah. you have a crowd and you're, you're receiving that energy and it's bouncing back yeah. and it's visceral dude and it's yeah it's, it's raw it's, it's real it's raw yeah dude 
<laughs> if you had to play a villain or a uh, hero, which one would you choose? Ah, uh, hero, definitely, man. I always, okay. I always wanted, well, you know, <laughs> I wanted to be an action star. Like, I yeah, that's be, true. That's... <laughs> I want to put all the, put all the villains away. You know? <laughs> yeah, I can't. I don't really see myself wanting to play a villain, not just yet. You know, maybe a little later. <laughs> now, before we go to our break here, what qualities, in your opinion, does a good actor possess? You have to have empathy. Right. You have to be able to feel what other people are feeling in certain moments and to be able to channel that. And I feel like it takes a real, a real strong person to empathize in the first place. Yeah. Right. To have that, that characteristic. So I feel like, you know, that's a major thing. And, and then on the business side of it, because acting is it's two careers in one. Yeah. You know, you have you have your craft side and you have your business side. And I would say Good that point. persistence, right. the persistence on the business side, like you, that never die attitude, that never give up attitude, dude. Like those two things, you know, you'll go very far in this business. Salute to that. I'm glad you brought up that business side. I think that's so critical to a lot of people just think you just, you know, show up and. I just want my work to grow. <laughs> right. Like if I can just get in the room right. and show right. you know, yeah, but that's like the that's one of the last steps of being an actor, dude, because you gotta do all the things to get into the room. Yeah, absolutely. You know? <laughs> absolutely. That's that is real talk right there. Well, sir, I think this is a good place here to take a short break and we'll give you a chance to reset and then we'll also give our listeners a chance to reset because i do want to come back here and discuss some of your recent work here how does that sound to you sounds good great well, we're going to take a short break here folks and then we'll come back with mr army hicks jr my <laughs> god we've got some good stuff to discuss here so uh don't go anywhere folks we will be right back Welcome back to the Cinema After Dark podcast. We are continuing a wonderful discussion here with Mr. Army Hicks Jr. And he so kindly discussed his journey into the industry. And for this half of the discussion, I do want to switch gears here, sir, and discuss some of your latest projects here. And God, let's start with the contract my yes, god yes 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 <laughs> this is a film you wrote and directed and you actually star in this film which is quite fantastic to say the least it's a, <laughs> a very cool film I, I have to say i was glad that you had it online and i got the chance to watch it well done sir and uh, i gotta ask you you know you play a character named james in the film first and foremost what was the inspiration behind this story and how long did it take you to write it inspiration behind the story it's actually Pulp Fiction. Really? Nice. Yeah. And the thing that I, I loved about Pulp Fiction was you look at Samuel Jackson's character and uh, John Travolta's character, and you see that they're just regular guys. Yep. yep. They're just regular guys, just like you and I, and they're going throughout their day. So that was kind of my inspiration. It was a huge inspiration, actually, on me writing this. And I would say it took me maybe about a week and a half, two weeks. Nice. 
I swear. And then I sent it out to a few friends yeah. for feedback and um, got some notes, did a couple of rewrites. Then when I felt comfortable enough with the final piece, I went on about casting. And but actually, I hadn't originally intended on acting in this project actually at all. Really? I was just going to no. ask you that. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, through the casting process, I just couldn't. By the way, wait, wait, hold on a second. Well, maybe we rewind you for a bit. I hate to interrupt you, though, but no, why didn't you want to act in it? Because I thought you nailed like, this role. <laughs> you carried the piece. I mean, it was fantastic with you as the uh, lead on it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I wanted to really focus on being a director and cinem yeah. cinematographer. Like, I had never done that before because with all my other projects that I had you know, done this with, you know, you, you tend to, as you're acting, then you forget to direct. And when you're directing, you, you, your character struggles because it's a huge balance yeah. trying to do all of those things. Yeah. So I was like, okay, for this project, let's take that piece out of my hands right? and let's let me focus on one thing and hone in on that. But as we got closer to the shoot date, just, I just, it wasn't really working with the guys that we had auditioning and what I saw for James. So um, it was kind of a last minute decision where yeah. I was like, <laughs> who better than me? You know, again, here I am back in this same <laughs> situation. <laughs> uh, crazy. <laughs> but yeah. I had more help and I was able to uh, work my way through some of the shortcomings right. this right. time around. Yeah. Right. Did you have location in mind? Because this was, was it shot in LA? It looks like it was shot in LA. No, 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 no. It was shot in uh, North Carolina. Oh, nice. Good stuff. Yeah, Charlotte, North Carolina. That's where cool. I was living before I moved to LA. Oh, man. How'd you like Charlotte, by the way? Before I'm a fan of Charlotte. Tell me about Charlotte. Charlotte is a beautiful city. It's yeah. growing. It's, I mean, it has an amazing arts district, dude. I mean, right. it's, it's, there's a lot of people there who want to be in this uh, entertainment business that I didn't even know about until I started getting out and networking and, and, and putting my stuff out when I was there. And there's, wow. uh, I mean, the acting community there is also very huge. Interesting. Um, granted, yeah, granted, you know, that Wilmington is nothing but three hours away, dude. And that's, they used to call that Hollywood, yeah, East, Hollywood East, you know, yeah. a couple years, yeah, a couple years ago. But with the governor that we had, and I don't know if this made national headlines, but we had a, a bill called HB2, House Bill 2. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure everybody's pretty familiar with that. Yep. And yeah, that killed the industry. But wow. uh, even before that, our governor, we had a tax incentive for yeah. Production companies and people who wanted to come, they were, I mean, they were shooting a ton of shows, ton of shows were being shot yeah. in Charlotte and surrounding areas because we have everything, dude. I mean, if you go to North Carolina, you know, you're two hours from the beach, you're two right. hours from the mountains, right. you have city, you have rural mm -hmm. areas, we have great weather. I mean, it was an amazing place, a very beautiful place to shoot. Yeah. And, you know, all that started going out the window what? when the tax credit went away. Man. But that didn't, you know, that didn't entirely kill it. But when HB2 came, dude, everybody, everybody left town. Man. That's so, outrageous. That's crazy, yeah. to say the least. By the yeah, way, how so, was it getting the location for this film? Because it starts off in like a some <laughs> cafe, restaurant there, cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's guerrilla style, man. I nice. Don't even, <laughs> what? <laughs> guerrilla style. I, oh, I, I love that. My dad always said, you know, I got the gift of gab, man. So you go <laughs> and you talk to these owners and you talk to people and, and you say, hey, man, this is what we're doing. You know, how do you feel about that? And, and blah, blah. Blah, blah and you go through you know the red tape and stuff of, of getting people to secure these locations for you and worked out it oh, worked out to that. it worked out yeah thank you thank yeah, you fantastic man. good stuff so you found your cast and everyone and uh everybody have really good chemistry in this uh 
piece. How did you meet Amy? Amy Lesneski, dude. She's a fantastic, yeah. fantastic actress. She actually was a newcomer to an acting class that I was taking at the time. Actually, her and Austin Hutchinson. Um, really? They were both, yeah, they were both newcomers to an acting class I was taking out there under what? a guy named J.D. Lewis, who's a very, very uh, well-respected acting coach on the East Coast. Right. And, you know, they came and they read, dude. And I was like, wow, you guys, you know, you, you really embody what I'm trying to, uh, what I'm trying to portray here. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, I was able to get them in the film. And the guy that played the other hitman, that's actually uh, my best friend, Carl Baxter, dude. And, uh, nice. Yeah, he, dude, I didn't even, I mean, he always told me he wanted to act. So yeah. when I seen him go out for the role, I was impressed. Yeah, he's excellent. You know, you, know, you know, people say, oh, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to hire your friends unless right. you're good enough. <laughs> that's true. To, you know, yeah. perform. And I was really blown away. Like, what? Nice. Like, where you been hiding this talent at, my dude? You know? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, <laughs> so, crazy. So he's crazy, you know. So he's natural, man. He was a natural dude. He really, really, he really showed some chops, man. So yeah, all three of them did a great job in it. Yeah. It's uh it's a uh, really cool. Was it difficult shooting in the you know the car location? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was it was cramped. You know, trying right. to trying to cram a camera, a boom mic. You know, mm-hmm. actors all into these cars and it it was challenging but we made it work you know we made it work we made it work nice did you have your route mapped out already because you know you all pulled out the weapons i was like oh (laughs) shoot (laughs) i had it pretty much mapped out but what happened was when we started shooting we ran into some unnecessary traffic Uh, so we kind of had to (laughs) improv (laughs) on uh, you know yeah as a filmmaker that's another thing that you are you're a problem solver yep isn't that the yeah. truth? You know, you're a problem solver. You know, you're going to run into issues on set and you're going to, things are going to happen that's not going to be up to your vision and that's fine. You right. know, you just make adjustments and that's part of life. You know, you do that in life too. You just adjust to the circumstances that are given to you Absolutely. and you make the most out of them. And that's what we did, dude. And, it, and it, it came out, came out pretty good. Yeah, good stuff. Now, my gosh, you played Kevin in the TV series. Atlanta. Now, I've got to ask yes. you, what was that experience like? I mean, obviously, the show has received some wonderful accolades recently, the Golden Globes, and gosh, there's received a ton of nominations for other awards, too, as well. But gosh, I mean, what was that experience like for you? That was an amazing experience. Yeah. The best part about it to me, too, also was the fact that I got there and Donald had all black crew, dude, like makeup, wardrobe, production. I mean, your people are everywhere. Yeah. And it, there's a sense of comfortability when you, you know, and it, it's a sense of pride and things. It was like, wow, we're really creating art here. And the script is really good. And the actors are really good. And everything is working, dude. It, it was just so easy. He's so easy going. Everything was, it was so natural. And, and, and oh, I boy. loved, I loved every part of it, man. Man. It, it was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experience. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for the world. You want to do more of that, huh? Oh, mo- definitely. For sure. For sure. Oh. Good stuff. Interesting. How long was the shooting day for you there? Uh, shooting days, uh, the longest, 12 hours. Okay, okay, good deal. Good yeah, yeah, not too not too long. Man. Yeah, but, I mean, nice. It's fun. It doesn't even seem like yeah. 12 hours because, you know, Donald, he's such a funny guy, man. He's yeah. such, he keeps everybody, he keeps everybody, like, just in good spirits, man. And he, he was actually making his directorial debut, the episode that I aired on. Yeah, I was just about to ask you about that. Yeah. Okay, okay. So working, then going, <laughs> you know, watching him work as a director even inspired me more to, you know, get out here and pursue that side of 
what I'm doing even harder, you know, and get to see someone of that caliber working, man. It was it was amazing. Awesome. You know? Nice. Yeah. And he, he he's a type of guy where he you know, he allows for a great dialogue back and forth from director nice. to actor. Uh, you you know, you work with some directors and they're very married to their characters, which yeah. is not a problem. You, right. know, it's your, you know, you have a vision. But when you're able to, you know, have a dialogue and create and explore, have takes where you can explore and do, you know, try certain things, you know, that's always fun. Right, right. I love that. That's ah, the cinema thing. It's exciting, isn't it? Oh, yes. Man. Yeah. Now, Josh, in evidence against me, a web series. Mm -hmm. What was that experience like for you? Kind of, kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, that, being in, into something that's like a mystery. Yeah, that's going around, and that's that's also it's very fun. And uh, we had a lot of locations, a lot of different things we're doing, and, and working with like getting to see how people. I don't want to give too much about the story, right, right. but <laughs> <laughs> you know when you know it's fun when you're on like a, a horror type mystery slasher type killer thing man yeah. you get to see people embody these types of these types of characters man you know what oh, i'm saying man, like good that, stuff. that that's good stuff man and get, see the makeup come out with you know the blood and the guts and all that <laughs> stuff that's, that's really fun yeah you had a pretty it's a pretty big cast there too as well what folks yeah a lot of talented yeah. people in that a lot of talented people, man. Shout out to Hunter Livingston, dude. He's yeah. an amazing director. Yeah. Dude, he's like 19 years old, man. He's studying at NYU. Yeah, NYU. He's at NYU, dude, and he's producing his own content, man. He's writing amazing scripts. And he's going to be very talented. So I'd say keep that name on the radar, man. Like, that's somebody that people will definitely be uh, hearing from in the near future, dude. I nice. mean, the way he writes his characters, I mean, it, it was it's an amazing dude. It's like you when I was reading the script, I was like, wow, like it's it's a way of writing almost like reading a novel. Nice, nice. Like with the descriptions, like you can smell yeah. and you can, you know, yeah, you can feel he's the a great script. writer. Oh, yeah, I love a, that. yeah, he's a, he's a great writer, man. Oh, so man. I, I, I know nothing but good things is coming from him in the future. Oh, fantastic. How did you all connect, by the way? I saw the uh, breakdown on, I believe it was Actors Access, nice. and he sent me audition for a self-tape, and sent him the tape, and the rest was history. Nice. Cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Now, Louie, <laughs> you played a character named Louie, um, short titled Damien and Her Demons? Damien and Her Demons, yes. Yeah. What was yes. that experience like? That was a, it was a very short shoot. Yeah. I had a very small role in that. But it was very fun. Um, I got to work with a very talented writer and director in her own right named Carolyn Laws. Man. Mm, yeah. and, um, she's a very beautiful girl and she's very talented. And her her boyfriend was is the cinematographer. And they're, they're such a great like the way she was able to portray her vision, the way he could capture. I mean, they're a great tandem, wow. man. And yeah. uh, I had a lot of fun working with them and, a, and another uh, really talented actor. Um, Brian Pierce worked on that too mm, as yeah. well, man. And he's yeah. extremely talented. I mean, this guy, he uh man, I can't even wow. he's I mean, he was just blowing me away, man. It was a lot of really talented <laughs> people getting to work nice. on that short. So that was that was a really fun experience, dude. Yeah. Good stuff. I, I always have a lot of fun on set, man. Yeah. Like I haven't had like any of those horror stories yet where you know where you're just working <laughs> with people who are just like, you know, it was like Right. Everyone's always so, so fun to work with. And I think that's also important. The chemistry. Can I be around these people for 12 hours? Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, you know <laughs> Do what? they stink? <laughs> <laughs> Which can happen. <laughs> uh, uh, good stuff. Now, 
There's a film you produced too called Valentine's, literally Valentine's. Valentine's. How did yeah. that manifest? What was that experience like? Because you played Teminit, you also um you know played you know produced that film. How did how did that uh, kind of manifest? I was I worked on a web series called Wishful Thinking with a friend of mine named Hakeem Stevens, oh, and yeah. um, he was telling me about this really awesome set of photographer and uh, named Chris Allen, and um, me and him linked. We had a couple of meetings. Um, and we were just talking to him, going over our dreams and things that we we were um, wanted to do. And he was telling me about this project, and I started nice. reading the script. And I was like, "Dude, you you know you really you really got something here." And nice. it was a, that was actually I wouldn't call it a villain role, but that's actually where I got to play like a bad guy. <laughs> and I'm like this guy that breaks his girl's heart on Valentine's Day. So <laughs> <laughs> so look, look so the, the, so we released it on Valentine's Day nice. actually. <laughs> and um, I got about 300 like texts from every girl that I ever known in my life that was uh, like, "You're the worst person ever." <laughs> uh, that <laughs> is like, awesome. It was like you were a like grade A dickhead. Like I'll never talk to you again. <laughs> you know, so, but it was it was an amazing experience, man. That's a really good. He's a really talented guy, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, really sounds like a, sounds like a right good time right there. Yeah. I, that one's online too. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good stuff. Yes. <laughs> My God, you had a pretty busy last year there, Mike. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, dude. Uh, dude, uh, I can't even. I'm just blessed. That's all yeah. I can say. Twenty sixteen was a great year for me. I mean, an amazing year, and I just, I'm just hoping that twenty seventeen is even bigger. There's even, <laughs> yeah, like you said, there's stuff that that's not even listed on there. You know, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that I did. So I mean, it was a, it was a great year. Man, that's um, good. I'm also. I just finished a, sh- uh, a short that I also wrote again. Oh, nice. <laughs> I've yeah. written and I starred in and nice. I directed. Yeah, what's it called, man? It's called, it's called Black and Blue. Oh, and um, it's about a young black officer. We've had, it's very timely because we've had so much talk uh, this past couple of years, man. It's been so much going on with Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter. Absolutely. And often... There's so much division, but we forget about the people in the middle, man. We forget about the people caught on both sides. So he's a black cop. He's also black lives matter. He's blue lives matter because he's he's a black cop. So, um, mm. you know, deals with the backlash from his community because, you know, being an African in the African American community, we don't care about no cops. Right. Uh, we don't care. You know, you know, you come into our hood. It's like, you know, fuck you, man. You know, like because we know what we're used to, what we're accustomed to and what we're accustomed to seeing on seeing on TV lately. Like, you know, it's just not a great climate. Yeah. Um, yeah so so he has to deal with that with, you know, and then he goes to work and his partner is um, I wouldn't classify him as like a racist, but he's just throwback. You know, he's just yeah. a little older in mentality. You know, uh. so he has to <laughs> deal with that at work and. But it's beautiful. It's a beautiful story, man. How it all comes together, and how both families and uh, both sides come together in it at the end. And it's a very beautiful story, man. And I can't wait for people to see that, dude. I can't wait. Oh, fantastic! Cool. Yeah. So it's being edited right now, dude. I should nice. plan to submit it to a bunch of festivals and look for distribution and everything, dude. Coming up here in near March should be completed near March. I'm looking at it, March fifteenth. Nice. Did you shoot a, that in LA? A, no. Also did that in North Carolina. Oh, very nice. new to LA, actually. Yeah. I've only. 
I've only been in LA for uh, a couple weeks. Okay, how you like it so far? It's an interesting city, isn't it? It's a lovely city, dude. Yeah. I love it. I love the fast pace. You know, I always thought North Carolina was too slow for me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love the grind. I love the hustle and bustle and the and the noise. Yeah, you know, yeah the that noise. Everyone That's yeah, the truth. like I love Choppers. that type of stuff. You know, my yeah. dad's from New York City, so like, okay, I and I, I I love that. You know, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. The cost of living knows hell though, that's for sure. Yeah. Dude, oh my goodness. It's crazy yeah, here. Yeah. It's insane. But hey man, it comes with the territory, you know. Right, so, right. Still yeah. too damn high if you ask me. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first day out here, dude, I went to uh I think I went to the gas station. The gas was already right. like two bucks higher. I know. And I went inside. I went inside and I had to use my debit card and he was like, You want a bag? I was like, Yeah, and he charged me for the bag. And I'm like, What? And then he charged me to use my debit card. I was like, Man, I already I've spent like seven times as much money as I would have spent in freaking North Carolina already. Like my first day here. Oh, I was like, I gotta get used to this. Yeah, right. I was like I get used to this, man. This is yeah. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. For one, I'm I'm from yeah. the East Coast, you know, from Pittsburgh, and like when oh, I came yeah. out here, I was like, oh man, I'm for the same exact reasons. And yeah, yeah, North Carolina is a totally different area. Like it's just a different vibe, different prices. Everything's just yeah. oh man, much more affordable. When you come out here, it's just like, whoa, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> Those pockets start getting lighter and lighter. Just lighter, second, lighter. Man. Yeah. Oh man, you gotta you gotta have a good plan. You yes. Gotta, you gotta be. Uh, you gotta learn truth. how to count. That's what yeah. you said back home. You gotta know how to count, man, because you gotta make sure your chips are in order. That's always how your chips in order, dude, for real. That's the truth. That's the truth. My God. Now, so what's next for you? I mean, you know, you've got the short coming out, obviously, so people got to look out for that black and blue, right? Black and blue. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Anything else coming out that we should um, be on the uh, the prowl for? Uh, not right now. Yeah. But, I mean, more things would definitely. I mean, the year's just started. Uh, right. I'm still getting acclimated to the city, but. Definitely, you guys will be hearing my name soon, very soon, man. Hopefully, Good. if 2017 is anything like 2016, man, yeah, you'll you'll be hearing a lot from me this year. Love that, so. love that stuff. Yeah, dude. Good man, stuff. Man, I love it too. It's good stuff, man. So I'm, I, I I hit the ground running, dude. I hit yeah, the ground running. Yeah, right on to that yeah. now, sir. I've got to do something here to you that I okay. I do to all of my guests here, and okay, I don't know if it'll make your LA experience better or worse, but. I've got to <laughs> just give it to tell you. I mean, I'm just keeping it real with you, man. It's yeah, just yeah. Uh, something I've got to do here. And I do this to all of my guests who come on this show. And I need to know. Uh, I'm just going to give you give you a second just to think about it for a little bit. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for it, though? I'm ready. What? So you come from North. You come from Carolina out here. Get on this podcast and you tell me that you're ready for this you just dive right in i dive right in brother that's what i do my goodness all right <laughs> well <laughs> sir this is the part of the show where i ask our guests to share a fun fact about themselves see not too bad right <laughs> not too bad. Not too a, bad. and a fun fact can be anything that you wish to share with our listeners but preferably something that people don't know about you so i'm gonna put you on the spot here and it's got to be something that people don't know about you a fun fact Army. a fun fact that people don't know about me is that i also aspire to be a rap superstar what nice nice do you perform what 
you got to tell me more about this. <laughs> How long has this uh, been, you know, something that you've been interested in? Uh, it's been a lifelong thing, dude. Nice. I've, my fr- like few of my friends know, but uh, now the world, the world would know. And you know, I've nice. been writing a few songs. I haven't released anything, but I've definitely been cooking up a lot of stuff. So you know, I want to make sure that my stuff is a one from day one nice. when I release it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's fantastic. Now, yeah, now the world knows. Yeah, good stuff. Would you? So, yeah, Jay Z, I'm coming for you. Good deal. No, that's that's awesome. Wild craziness. Now, do you have a certain style that you would say similar to anybody else that's out there on the uh, no, game right no, now? Definitely d- different. I yeah. want to be different. I want to be doing something unique. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that my style would be like anybody's. Do I mean nice. Donald Glover? Maybe would probably be Childish Game. You know, probably <laughs> be like the closest thing that I nice. you know give. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to. <laughs> uh, nice. Good deal. Do you have a favorite rapper or any favorite rappers? Jay Z, most definitely. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. I mean, like, just you know, n- n- lately here he's been uh, yeah, a he's, little out of touch. Yeah, you know? he hasn't done. He a, got, <laughs> he's coming out with a new album soon now. I hope, I hope, man. But you know, I mean, rapping about you know, we all know you you got fifty million dollars. You know, Jay Z. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, come you got, on, man. Let us know something else. You know, right. You know, now that you're out here on the West Coast, do you have a West Coast rapper? Did you like? You know, were you a Pac fan back in the day? I was definitely a Pac fan back in the day, but I would yeah. say right now, definitely probably uh, like um, YG. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, he's he's very, very talented. Right, very talented. Good deal. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Who are you listening to now? Who's who's in? Young Thug. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, dude. Young Thug is like he's on a different like in terms yeah. of originality, uniqueness. Um, just flow, uh, just dude, he's so talented, unbelievably talented, dude. And I know he gets a lot of flack for a whole lot of right. reasons, I gonna say but that. I mean, you know, <laughs> if you just listen to the work, dude, it, oh my god, I love it, I yeah. really love his music, dude. Man. Okay, okay, yeah. interesting, okay, good deal, man. You got to get cast as a rapper in the flick, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, when in the next uh, Empire needs the, to contact you. Know, you. Yeah, or the Master P biopic or something. Oh yeah, you know, people right. used to say I look like him. You too. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. That's what I could see. <laughs> I could see that. Oh, that's wild. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. That's that's a good fun fact though. That's that's cool. Yeah. Got a yeah. hobby. Yeah. Now, what are your thoughts in general about the future of independent film? Where do you think it's going? How do you feel about it right now? Because well, I think the what we see now from a lot of creators are these short like vine style shorts where they're like you know 20 seconds to a minute and you you, you know those a lot of people are being very successful with that but i think yeah. just that pure raw just you know if you're a storyteller you're a filmmaker like i don't think that'll ever die and i think yeah. that i wish people would you know keep would stay on that path more so than this quick rise to fame you know let's do these you know, these hilarious short videos. Now, granted, most of them are still pretty funny and these people are uh, pretty talented. But I mean, just when if you're just a creative artist and you make real films the way they were intended to be watched, man, the way people grew up, you know, loving watching film. I think that's there's nothing like that, dude, because it's raw. You don't have a studio telling you what you can and can't do. Like, it's just all up to your imagination and whatever you want to create, you know? Uh, yeah, salute to Whatever that. your budget would allow, dude. And there's something about independent films that always have a special place in my heart, dude. It's like, yep. you know, yeah, I, I, especially now, 
I feel like with Hulu and Netflix and Amazon, I even heard Facebook is getting into original right. content. Like if yep. they if they give people like myself and other independent artists the, the ability to go in there and create their projects on an even grander scale, man, then, you know, continue thriving. Right, right. But but think about this, man. I mean, we actually sit here and watch ourselves on the screen. <laughs> yeah. When you when you yeah. think about it, it's it's quite fascinating. We are yeah. We literally entertain ourselves. Right. <laughs> I was just talking to my uh, my friend earlier. It was like, can you imagine what film will look like in like the year twenty seventy six? Yeah. Something like, true. You know, true. Yeah. like we grew up. We was like, yeah, in the roaring twenties. You know, people, <laughs> you know, twenty eighty nine. You know, people would be sitting back like, they used to talk in movies. That was weird. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's it's you know you know you don't know it's evolving so much and yeah. so fast man you don't know so <laughs> oh man it's it's craziness it is insanity yeah. this thing called cinema now yeah. is there any advice that you would like to share with someone that might be listening to this podcast right now and maybe they don't know what to do maybe they want to do what you're doing right now but maybe they don't know how to start or maybe they don't have the resources or maybe they don't have the confidence is there any advice you would give that individual? Just keep believing in yourself, even when no one else does. Just always know what you can do and believe in that. And don't let what anyone say deter you from that. No matter what, dude, just always believe in yourself. That is excellent yeah. advice right there. And before we wrap, feel free to plug anything you wish. Websites, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know, how the hell can people get in touch yeah, with you? People, or stay people, can people get in contact with me at Army? strong across all social media platforms that's army underscore strong apologies a-r-m-i-e underscore strong that's on instagram that's twitter that's snapchat i'm on army hicks jr on facebook follow me and keep up with everything that's going on in my busy life right now that's where you can uh, find salute to that you're actually pretty uh active on social media try to be try to be I, I firmly believe that's how you know you connect with so many people i've made connections through social media like you wouldn't believe and you know you, you let your your people who are loyal to you and your fan base they can keep up with you man know what you're doing on a day-to-day basis i show people the behind the scenes dude and, yeah and my grind on a daily basis because it's not all glitz and glamour it's not all the final products that you see man it's like there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes so i like to show people like you said people who don't know how to get started you yeah. know hey this is what you do this is how you get up in the morning and you look for work man you know this is how you get your food you know? right so, hey. that's the truth that's the truth right there now i've got a basketball question for you here <laughs> perfect <laughs> there you go so all right who's going to be in our final four this year college you're a college fan right Definitely. Okay, oh, good. Definitely. All right, then I'm, I'm going to ask you an NBA question. Okay. <laughs> my final four, I got Carolina. Oh, yeah. Duke. Yep. Villanova and Kansas. Nice. Nice. Good stuff. You picked the Big East team, too. Good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Good. Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. What about NBA? So is it going to be a repeat of last you know, the last finals is we, we got Golden State in, in Cleveland. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sound completely crazy when I say this, but I'm uh, a huge Bulls fan. What? I got Chicago. What? I got Chicago and the Spurs. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, wow. You threw me That's for a in my dreams, that. right? In my dreams. That's who I wish. <laughs> that's who I wish would make it. But now on, on a serious tip, yeah, I, I think we're looking at a. <laughs> I think we're looking at a rematch last year, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not excited about Bulls basketball right now. <laughs> yeah, it's a little rough, a little rough, a little rough. It'll be interesting to see what the Bulls do, though. 
moving forward. Yeah. I'm kind of curious. Trade everybody. I know. But Jimmy Butler. Trade yeah. Everybody but Jimmy Butler. Sorry, Wade. Yeah. You know, hometown yeah. boy. But you, <laughs> you know, you play once every three games. Yeah, yeah. He's he's getting up there. He, yeah. yeah, and I don't even know who Rajon Rondo is anymore. <laughs> he's a shell of his former self. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate what's happened to him this season. My God. Yeah. <laughs> I'll leave that there. I I I, I agree with you on that. <laughs> uh, uh, I, love, I love you, Wade. <laughs> right. Yeah. No doubt about that. No doubt about that. Well, sir, my God, I won't keep you any longer, but I do appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast this evening and sharing your story with our listeners. And Dude, thank you. Thank man. you, man, for this opportunity. It's been I've had such a pleasure talking with you, man. Oh, man. Being able to share anything that I've learned with uh, the next one. you got to pass it on. I, I truly believe in that. Oh, so. sal- salute to that. It's been a pleasure here, too, sir, as well. And I, I definitely want to bring you back in the future for an update because if 2017 is like 2016, my God, I don't know. You have time to rest. <laughs> That's how you yeah, do I it, don't though. sleep. I love I don't that. I get tired. I got six jobs. <laughs> I uh, love that. But I think we'll fade out on that note, actually. <laughs> All right, man. Take All it right. easy. All right, folks. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Army Hicks Jr. Make sure you check out this man's work if you haven't already done so. My goodness, he's certainly doing his thing. And on that note, we will be back with more after this break. You are listening to the Cinema After Dark podcast. My name is Max Cole, and I host this show. Hopefully you are feeling inspired. It's been a wonderful time this evening. I want to thank you for listening to this program. Make sure you tell someone how to follow this show on Twitter at Cinema After Dark. You can also subscribe to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Again, thanks for listening. We'll be back with more shortly. And welcome back to the program here this evening. Before we wrap, I want to thank our guest tonight, Mr. Army Hicks Jr., Wow, I had a great time talking to that man. Man, he's doing some wonderful things out there, so make sure you keep him on your radar. Most importantly, I want to thank all of you for tuning in and listening to this podcast. Obviously, this show cannot exist without you listening. So thanks again for listening, and please spread the word about this show. The show survives off of word of mouth, so my God, keep talking about the show. I would greatly appreciate that. With that said, 